Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. All right, America, this is a public service announcement. We announcement. Are, announcement. We are in a new building, a uh, historical building downtown. Mm-hmm. And with historical buildings comes old electrical outlets. So if you hear a buzz Bzz. at the end of my words, we're working on it. Uh, it is, uh, we've got parts on the way. So, you know, this is my show and you're here to listen to it. So back off. America. Sorry I had to go into dad mode on you there for just a moment. Hold on, let me take a sip of my haterade. No yelling on the bus. That's what you're No about. yelling on the bus. <laughs> I'll turn this freaking bus around. I swear to God. That's correct. <laughs> That's one of my favorite oh, yeah. favorite movies of all time. <laughs> oh, Chris Farley rest is so I'll turn this dang bus around. <laughs> Ruin your precious little field trip. <laughs> Precious little <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Sorry about that, guys. But seriously, we are in a new building. We got a lot of new equipment. And with a lot of new equipment, it being an old building apparently causes this like electrical buzz yeah. in the microphone. Yep. And, yeah, we, we tried to get in touch with the electrician who put it in, but he died 50 years ago. <laughs> Actually, Bob is no longer alive. <laughs> uh, no, no, he died during the construction of yeah. this building because they did in the not ground. have safety protocols that they had today. Oh, anyway, we've got this. Uh, what is it called that we're ordering? Uh, it's a ground loop eliminator for all you electricians. For all you electricians out there. Anyway, so it will be fixed soon. So if you hear a slight little buzz. Just go with it. Get people. over we're, it. We're, 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 we'll working, we're working on some stuff. I've got some complaints today before we talk about the uh, the end of the world. Because mm-hmm. that's what it feels like. Uh, I've got a lot of things, a lot of hypocrisy, a lot of funny things, actually. A lot of, uh, oh, wow, moments to bring you guys today. <sighs> uh, before I do, I have some gripes. Um, my wife is not here. Zach! Our actual producer for Dear America yeah. now is on the mic. Zach, say hi to the audience. Hey, everybody. All right. Yep. Zach has a very monotone voice. I do have a very monotone <laughs> voice. He's going to he's gonna have to jump in a little more. <laughs> but he is on the mic for the first time. He is operating the controls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake has moved on to just truly just being on the show. <laughs> uh, and, you know, let's give Jake a round of applause yeah, real quick. Thank you. thank you. All right, everybody. So no, to answer all the conspiracy theories, Jake does not have terminal cancer. Jake is not dying, and Jake has not been fired. He is, in fact, still here. He has just moved on to, to, to uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Jake, other things. Other things. Other amazing things. Yes. Uh, and we actually have some big things in the works that I can't talk about right now, but maybe we'll have some big announcements in the future. But on to me complaining. <laughs> 
because you guys are riding to work listening to this or you're at work listening to this hating your job. So let me tell you about some of the things that I hate. Somehow, I don't know what happened or at what point we became poor. Um, but Alyssa's not here, so I can complain about this. We somehow have ordered a bulk of single-ply toilet paper at my house. Single-ply. Like the kind of like the, 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 the single-ply that when you pull it and your hand's behind it, you can see your hand. Yeah, like what Epstein hung himself with. Yes, <laughs> and I don't like it. I feel like we're in a National Guard armory at this point, <laughs> and it really upsets me. I also got conned into bringing the new dog, Doe, into work today. Now, for those of you who know me, I am not anti-dog. I just am allergic to dogs, so therefore I don't have a love affection of dogs. Okay, the two dogs we have are very expensive hypoallergenic dogs, mm -hmm. and so therefore I just don't care. I don't hate them, nor do I love them. I'm indifferent to the dog. But what I do not appreciate is having to keep track and take care of the dog yeah. because Alyssa is on a ride along with the sheriff's office right now doesn't help the dogs the size of a, a mouse or a squirrel yes it's so tiny. we could lose the dog the dog could fall in a hole and I it's don't, your fault and it's my fault because you have forced assumption of responsibility <laughs> of the dog upon me and I do not appreciate it okay all right let's get into something though that matters before we uh you know we jump into an ad or anything like this okay as always we're answering the question i think the title of this episode is going to be joe biden the dictator question mark exclamation point exactly i like it some of you are going to be like yeah i know that's what it's called because i'm listening to episode well we didn't know what we were going to name the episode yeah. before we started so uh, the big question we're going to answer today is we're going to talk about all these executive orders that Joe Biden is passing, which has been a lot, and he's going to pass more today. But I'm just going to go down. I've got a whole list for those of you watching all these little things right here. So we're just going to – this is how I like to do it these days. We're just going to click on them. We're just going to click on them and see what happens and we're going to react to it. So what is this? Oh, this is funny. So the new White House press secretary – a godless, soulless ginger. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding for all of the redheaded people out there. But she does look like an alien. Let's just let's just be honest. Somebody got mad at me. I just posted on my Instagram. Joe Biden not being able to figure out how to put his pen in his pocket. Nice. And the funniest part about this is what somebody pointed out to me was he has the pen. The executive order is opened to sign, uh -huh. right? And I understand they have the thing of every executive order they sign a new pen. Uh -huh. But he put he can't put the the thing's open. He has not signed it yet, and he's trying to put a pen in his pocket, and he can't get it in there. And so then he can't put it in his coat pocket, and then he puts it in his pants pocket, and then grabs another pen to sign the executive order. So he didn't even sign it. With the pen that you're trying to get rid of, Joe. Like, that's the thing. Like, most of them sign it, then they put it back in the little thing, and then they grab another pen. No, this yeah. dude's, this dude is <laughs> stealing pens he's probably, in front of America. He's probably saying, put the pen in your pocket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but the point is, why are you trying to put it in your pocket yeah. in the first place? You're supposed to put it back in the little box. Pay attention, where Joe. <laughs> all the things are. This man is so old. He is stealing 
pins. Keep this for later. Not only are his motor function skills not working to where he can't put it in his pocket in the first place, this man is stealing government property in front of America. <laughs> he needs one for his crosswords. Somebody, and, and I know I know that I haven't done game. anything I said I was going to do, but somebody got mad at me. They're like, Graham, are you really making fun of an elderly man that's obviously in cognitive decline? You're better than this. No, I'm not. I am not better than this at all, okay? He agreed to it. His family agreed to it. He's the president now. He is open up to scrutiny and making fun of him. You guys made fun of Trump because you thought he couldn't drink a glass of water, so shut up. You wanted to demand physicals, and you wanted to demand all this stuff, too. So, I mean, he needs to be honest with himself if he has some kind of (laughs) mental issue. All right, so what's the new chick's name? Her name is uh, Jen... Racist? <laughs> no, it's P S A K I. How do you pronounce that? Pasic, Sakic, Pasaki, Pasaki. It's probably Pasaki. <laughs> Saki, Saki. Is the P silent? Yeah, it's probably. Anyway, Swedish. we'll just call her Jen for the purpose of it. <laughs> that uh, works. She is. Uh, well, that's her name, Jen. Pasaki or Pasaki. Right. If you know how to pronounce it, Miss P. Uh, send me an email, like Graham that. at dearamericamedia.com. But anyway, everybody's laughing at the fact that she is the most not ready to be White House press secretary person in the history of ever. So, this is somebody put a cut together and it's been a week. All right. So, this is a week. So, in a week, someone has already been able to supercut the most amazing thing of her not knowing what she's doing and having an answer to nothing. So, here we go. I can, I'll circle back if there's more I can share with you. But I'll circle back with you if there's more to convey. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. We can circle back with I'm, you. I'm happy to circle back with you. I can circle back. Uh, I will have to circle back on that one. That's an excellent question. <laughs> oh, such an important question. Uh, we will circle back with you and we'll, we'll circle back with you. It's an interesting question, but uh, we'll, ha- we'll circle back. I'm happy to circle back, but I'll have to circle back with you on it. It's a good question, but we'll circle back with you on this today. The we circle will back circle back with you more directly. Uh, I hate to disappoint you, but I will have to circle back with you on that as well. <laughs> Goodness. It's like, the, it's like the kid in middle school that, that's supposed to go up for a presentation. Right. No freak clue what the report was even supposed yeah. to be on. I'm going to have to circle back with you on uh, that, teacher. Anyway, but before we get into anything Yikes. else, we're going to have to circle back because <laughs> we have to get into a sponsor. All right, I've got some great news to share about our friends at Patriot Mobile. They just expanded their coverage dramatically, which will make it even easier for even more Americans to dump the big-name carriers who charge way too much and then donate money to leftists. I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile because they never sent a penny to the left. They will never silence you, and they are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Plus, you can switch with confidence because they use the same network as the larger providers, but charge much less. Switching is easy. Keep your phone number, bring your own phone, or buy a new one. Build your own bundle with multi-line discounts and save even more. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Graham or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more. This month, get free premier activation where they set up your phone for you and a special gift with the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. That's my name, in case you didn't figure that out. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Graham, PatriotMobile.com slash Graham, or 972-PATRIOTS. All right. Okay, so again, let's just go down this uh, <clears throat> this Funville 
of uh, links that I have found for us. And let's just talk about some stuff here. Let's click on this one and see what it is. Uh, oh, so this is a TikTok video. I have no idea who this dude is, and he has a Boston accent. All right? Boston. Hard Boston accent. This guy's young. He can't be more than 18 or 22 years old. But what he says is amazing. And I think it's worth uh, bringing up. So here we go. Egypt to Pakistan oh, to sorry. Thailand to Nigeria. Thing. Here we go. Okay, so I got a little question. And I want to preface this by saying I'm a dummy. Don't have millionaire parents. Don't have a trust fund. I'm not as smart as Joe Biden, Mitch McConnell, Kamala Harris, Marco Rubio. So explain. Why is it that when I pay taxes to the U.S. government, taxes which are supposed to be helping me and my community, which are supposed to be for the betterment of the American citizen, why are we sending it to Egypt, to Pakistan, to Thailand, to Nigeria? Four billion to Central America. If I thought these people needed help, they live in bad countries, they need charity. Well, I'd donate to charity, wouldn't I? Are things really so great in America? We have money to burn. We couldn't find money for the wall. Can't find money for our crumbling infrastructure. Can't find money for rehab facilities for our opioid crisis. People starving in America every day. Can't find money for the education system. We can't even find $2,000 for people who lost their entire lives to coronavirus. $26 trillion in debt, $120 trillion in unfunded liabilities due to Social Security. You represent me. You represent my interests. So since I'm so dumb and you're so smart, could you explain how that's in my interest? Help me out, big guy. Bam. Mm. First of all, I love that guy's <laughs> accent. Why can't I sound that way? <laughs> wicked smart. Not from Jersey. You're wicked smart. No, that's Boston, that's Boston. all day. Pocky Kyle, wicked smart. Familiar. I'm not smart like you. No, smart, <laughs> wicked knock, you know, all that stuff. That's Boston. He's Did, did he have a, a hood, a KKK hood on in that video? He did have a hoodie on. That okay. is, that, but a gray because hoodie, and like that's close enough. He, that he, is close enough. He said we didn't get the money for the wall, and as soon as he said that, I was like, racist, racist. You, you, Trump sir. Supporter. Anyway, but this is a kid, like he is, like this dude cannot be. He, just from the way he looks, he cannot be older than eighteen or twenty-two. Well, you got to figure. He it said out. he paid taxes, so I'm at least guessing eighteen. You know, yeah. at, at the minimum, right? But it's a good question. Why are we paying all these taxes? Why are we I doing I think that this? every time I get my check, every time I look at my check, I'm like, why are we doing this? Hey, man, look, trust me. <laughs> you think you pay a lot of taxes. <laughs> Let me explain something to you. The government the government loves to come after Graham Allen. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> the government loves me, and I love to tell them no <laughs> an awful lot. That is the good thing about owning a business is, uh, you know, you can go into like payment plans if you want and all this other kind of stuff. But no, the government tells me all the time that if I make a million dollars, I, you know, owe them half of it. What? <laughs> what? Why what? not all of it? What do you mean? Yeah. Dang, man. You want to be a millionaire, you got to make at least two million to be able to keep it. Because, yeah. you know, and then the sad part is, you know, you got to pay other people to help you pull off the idea that you created in the first place. Trust me. Kills I, incentives. I have mm -hmm. I have these same thoughts all the time. Why in the world am I paying these people mm -hmm. all this money? And especially to do a lot of the things that Joe Biden is wanting to do, kind of like this. Launched to COVID. Look, in the weeks ahead... I'll be uh, reaffirming the federal government's commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion, and accessibility, building on the work we started in the Obama-Biden administration. <laughs> That's why I'm rescinding the previous administration's harmful ban on diversity and sensitivity training and abolish the offensive counterfactual 1776 Commission. Unity and healing 
must begin with understanding mm. and truth, not ignorance and lies. The truth. Today, I'm also issuing an executive order that will ultimately end the Justice Department's use of private prisons, private prisons, prisons. an industry that houses pre-child detainees and All right, detainees. That's not what I'm talking about. All right, so he's talking about the 1776 Commission. And basically what this is, is it's pretty much mandating critical race theory, right? And so it occurred to me that a lot of people probably don't even really know what these things are. Mm -hmm. So rest assured, America, I have figured it out. All right, so let's go. Let's start with critical race theory. All right, let's start with critical race theory right here. Just so you guys know what it actually is. Okay. It is even Wikipedia and everything you can find on critical race theory says it is loosely unified by two common themes. Mm. First, that white supremacy exists and exhibits power maintained over time and in particular that the law plays a role in this process. Second, that transforming the relationship between law and racial power as well as achieving racial emancipation and anti-subordination more broadly are possible. Let's look at the definition here. The view that the law and legal institutions are inherently racist and that race itself, instead of being biologically grounded and natural, is a socially constructed concept that is used by white people to further their economic and political interest at the expense of people of color. That's critical race theory. That's what the uh, 46th president of the United States is now demanding to be taught to your children. Do you believe that? Do you believe that to be so? Uh, it's not a matter of do you believe that that once was the way things were. Ha once was the way things were. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, I'll give you that. Black people used to not be able to get loans. They used to not be able to buy property. Like, I'll give you that. That, that is true. That right. did happen. But we're talking about right now. Now, I have no problems with teaching people what happened and how America has progressed. I got no problems with that. Right. But to mandate, because that's what this is. It's an executive order. That's a mandate. Circumventing Congress, and we'll get into that here in a minute. It's a mandate that this is what will be taught to our children. Right. It, like Ben Shapiro says all the time, he's like, show me uh, an instance of injustice, and if I see it with my own eyes, I'll stand right there with you and protest against this racist person. But until you show me the instance, you can't just put a blanket statement that our whole j justice system is racist. Yeah. Show me the instance, and I'll, I potentially agree with you. So unlike critical race theory, I brought up the 1776 Commission. Mm -hmm. So you look up critical race theory, the first thing that's going to pop up is Wikipedia and all this other kind of stuff that loosely interprets what it is. Well, the 1776 Commission, report actually is a 45 page PowerPoint document <laughs> that's got Let's all this stuff in here. No, I'm not going to read the 45 page, but look, <laughs> look, look at all this stuff. And those of you who are listening, obviously you can't look, but it is a 45 page, very well put together freaking presentation here. But let's just read the declared purpose of the president's advisory of the 1776 commission is to enable a rising generation to understand the history and principles of the founding of the United States in 1776 and to strive to form a more, more perfect union. This requires a restoration of American education, which can only be grounded on a history of those principles that is accurate, honest, unifying, inspiring, and ennobling. Ennobling? 
no. Is that a word? Makes you feel noble. You want to Google it right quick? E N N O B L I N G. Yeah, Google it because. Oh, that's a nobbling. Ennobling? No. <laughs> it's got to be ennobling. Yeah, it's ennobling. Ennoble. So give a noble rank or title. Okay, there we go. All right, we learn stuff every day. And a rediscovery of our shared identity rooted in our founding principles is the path to a renewed American unity and a confident American future. Wow, which one of those sounds. More correct, <laughs> yeah. you know, just on just on principle alone. But all of this is based around the 1619 project, right? That's where mm-hmm. this stuff comes from. All right. So, what is the 1619 project? Don't worry, America, I've got it for you. 1619 project is a long form journalism project. Mm. That's right. It's a journalism project. So facts. Writers from you ready for it? The New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> That's Strike very, one. Very trustworthy. <laughs> the project was first published in August, not 1794 or 1619 or 1620, 2019. <laughs> okay, hold on. All right. Movers and shakers. All right, hold on. The project. Let's see here. Okay, are you ready? Oh my God, this is this is okay. Here we go. This is <laughs> this is what they believe. America wasn't a democracy until black Americans made it one. American capitalism is brutal. You can trace that to the plantation. These are all essays by people within this 1619 project. How false belief in physical racial difference still live in medicine today. What the reactionary politics of 2019 owe to the politics of slavery. Why is, oh, why is everyone always stealing black music? Good Lord. How segregation caused your traffic jam. Why doesn't America have universal health care? One word, race. Why American prisons owe their cruelty to slavery? The barbaric history of sugar in America. How America's vast racial wealth gap grew by plunder. Their ancestors were enslaved by law. Now they're lawyers. Interesting. A new literary timeline of African-American history, a collection of original poems and stories. The 1619 Project is a, it's a bunch of essays written by people from the New York Times. Right. Trying to change our views on So history. critical race theory in and of itself has become a mainstream issue since around August 2019, with the yeah. publishing of the 1619 Project, that is essays written by writers from the New York Times. Right. Holy Lord. I'm, I mean, it's just like Jordan Peterson says when the feminists start talking about how men have just had it great all throughout history. He's like, no one had it great in the 1800s, yeah. 1700s, be- 1600s. Now be careful, Jake, because everybody's stealing the black man's music. Yeah. Okay. It's like, that's what the problem is. That's how you're. Of all the. Okay. One more time. Uh, okay. So I just read that. And before <laughs> I just want, I just want to read one more time. The difference in between the critical race theory uh, in the 1619 project and the purpose of the 1776 commission. The, the 1619 project sounds like they're experts on their own victimhood. All right. Yes, exactly. So again, just listen to the difference of the narratives here. The declared purpose of the President's Advisory 1776 Commission, stupid people calling me, 
That wasn't in there. Somebody's trying to call me. <laughs> All right. Commission is to enable a rising generation to understand the history and principles of the founding of the United States in 1776 and to strive a for, uh, strive to form a more perfect union. This requires a restoration of American education, which can only be grounded on a history of those principles that is accurate, honest, unifying, inspiring, and ennobling. And a rediscovery of our shared industry rooted in our founding principles is the path to a renewed American unity and a confident American future. It's like night and day, isn't it? Yep. From why do you keep stealing the black man's music to founding in principles and guiding light of our American history and founding heritage to enable a greater American future. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. These people are so stupid. All right. 1619 Project, right? Yes. Yeah. And critical race theory. Yeah. Critical race theory is stupid. Sorry, it's stupid. All right, let's get into a sponsor. All right, with everything going on these days, it's easy to get a little stressed out, and that wears down your immune system. That's why I'm stressed all the time. Let's just be honest about it. I don't. I do not not know stress. (laughs) That's why I recommend you take Field of Greens every day to make sure you're giving your body everything it needs to stay healthy. Field of Greens is packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables, plus green tea, ginger, and beets. It's like having a bunch of fresh fruits and vegetables in a jar. Field of Greens can support heart health, your immune system, metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion, plus it's pre- and probiotic. Field of Greens is good for everyone, old, young, and even the athletes. Just put one scoop in a glass of water, stir, and you're done. Drink it while you're making your coffee. It takes two seconds, and you will feel the difference. Go to BrickHouseGram.com. Dear America listeners, save 15% with the promo code G-R-A-H-A-M. Also available in Wildberry, it also tastes great. BrickHouseGram.com. BrickHouseGram.com. Promo code Graham. All right, let's continue this little carousel here. Oh, all right, so here we go. So we started making jokes about COVID and masks and all this other kind of stuff. And and then all of a sudden, people started taking our jokes seriously. And it went from, why not two masks? Now, it is literally at three masks. Uh, (laughs) CNBC is now reporting, for those of you who put watching, we'll put it up on the screen here. They're putting the effective rate of two mask is 75%, but triple mask is 90%. It also subsequently blocks about 90% of your O2 levels. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of, what? Why not 10 mask? Yeah. Why not 27? I mean, if three does 90%, wouldn't four do 100%? Yeah, 100 days to slow the spread, a mask a day. So by the end of it, you've got a beak. About this far out of yeah. your face, and it's a mask. And Fauci is behind this. Fauci's like, you know what? Yeah, you should wear you should wear two masks. Why why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you do that? Well, you you should wear two masks. Or how about so, don't go outside? Or yeah, just never leave your house. But I did find this little piece of video that I thought was really really interesting. Fauci is now saying that you should triple mask, quadruple mask if you can afford it. Which, by the way, did you know in 2020 that Fauci was the highest paid federal employee? Did you know that? Really? Even higher than the president. Makes sense. At $417,000 a year. That was interesting. But anyway, listen to what he said uh, just, you know, not that long ago. 
there's a lot of confusion among people and misinformation uh-huh. surrounding face masks. Can you discuss that? The masks are important for someone who's infected to prevent them from infecting someone else. Now, when you see people and look at the films in China and South Korea, whatever, everybody's wearing a mask. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. You're sure of it, because people are listening really closely to that. Be sure. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet. Racist. But it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask, and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying in there? Schmutz in your face. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are ill. The people who, when you look at the films of foreign countries and you see 85% of the people wearing masks, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not against it. If you want to do it, that's fine. But it can lead to a shortage it, of masks. Exactly. Which that's we're the starting point. It could see. lead to a shortage of masks. People who <laughs> he had no idea what So we went about. from Fauci saying there's really no point in wearing a mask unless you're sick and you definitely shouldn't buy one mask because then there's going to be a shortage to now wear as many masks as possible. <laughs> Buy them all up. Buy every <laughs> mask ever. We'll figure it out. Holy crap, man. This is the yeah. kind of stuff. This is the kind of stuff that is super, super intriguing. So speaking of COVID. Isn't it interesting, too, that he just stayed in the White House and now he's Biden's guy? Yeah, exactly. Like that just so, is weird. So check this out. So the CDC officials are now urging a return to the classroom instruction as soon as possible, mm-hmm. citing evidence showing it is safe with the right health protocols. So basically, they're now learning what we've already known for forever, that it actually is very harmful for children not to be in school. And in fact, schools are not super spreaders. However, Joe Biden and the teachers unions are voting to not go back to work. And Joe Biden is saying nay, even though he is the person that listens to science and the data. Teachers need better protection. We need to have better uh, AC units installed in every school first. For better filtration systems, et cetera, et cetera. Need a record player in every room. Yeah, yeah, need a record player. <laughs> you turn on and listen to the AB radio. And so what happened to listening to the science? That's my question there. Yeah. But hold on, I'm not done. So the Biden administration is eyeing a COVID-19 mandatory test to get on any flights. So basically, before you get on a flight, they shove something up your nose and test it. They have that quick of... Before you get on... I don't, I don't know. I'm just telling you, by, it, literally, New York Post. No, I, ironically, ironically, this didn't get suppressed. Yeah. You know, but the New York Post, Biden administration eyeing COVID-19 test mandate for domestic flights. Yeah. That's fine with me. I don't fly anyway. <laughs> uh, heck no i ain't getting something shoved in my body but that's well, what uh, but sorry but, but, but at what point <laughs> at what point so but but here's the hypocrisy of it all right so now all of a sudden all these places are opening back up because uh you know we can't stay locked down forever we can't do this for forever but joe biden and them are still operating like it's the end of the world and you know, we're all going to die from this virus. So who's right? Who's wrong? 
we're supposed to be listening to the science. Well, the science is showing the death rate's dropping, right? Yeah, you're getting more positive cases, of course. You got better testing, the virus is spreading, et cetera, but less people are dying. Where's the science? Where's the data pointing to these things that they're doing within this administration? Yeah, and where were these people, the three mask people? Where were they like six months ago? Like, hey, why why didn't you, if you had that information, why didn't you tell us? Exactly. Exactly. All right. Before we get into another sponsor, I've got a, (laughs) that's what she said moment. (laughs) And it comes from our beautiful, wonderful vice president, Kamalama Harris. All right. And so basically it's a, it's a, that's what she said or a title of your sex tape moment. Here you go for your listening pleasure. She's getting a shot. I'm going to put it in. When are you going to put it in? <laughs> wow. When are you going to put it in? That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, man. I wonder if she ever says that to her husband. Anyway, I'm just, no, this is a PG show, and we got to get into a sponsor. We're living in uncertain times, and millions have come to realize the importance of the Second Amendment. If you're looking for the perfect accessory to go with that perfect firearm, get an American-made holster from my friends at We The People Holsters. Starting at just $40, We The People Holsters are custom-molded to fit your exact firearm. They have thousands of options, including an amazing selection of printed holsters. Their proprietary clip design allows for you to easily adjust both the cant and ride of your holster so it's comfortable and secure at all times. So go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham today. Every holster and gun belt comes with a lifetime guarantee. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a full refund. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham. Get an additional $10 off with the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham. wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham. All right, so let's get into Biden the dictator. Is Joe Biden a dictator? Uh, Well, it could be left up in the question. But with all of these record-pacing executive orders, which executive orders are meant to bypass Congress, right? Mm -hmm. Basically, I don't think I'm going to get the votes, so I'm going to bypass Congress. He has already completely shattered Every single executive order within the first week of any president since Reagan. But I thought that this was actually kind of funny. Uh, When candidate Biden was uh, doing this thing like running for president, this is what he said about executive orders, which I think is really, really, really interesting. And you're really going to want to hear this. So there's not going to be any delay on the tax increases. No, well, I got to get the votes. I got to get the votes. That's why, you know, uh, the one thing that I, ha- I have this strange notion, we are a democracy. Some of my Republican friends and some of my Democratic friends even occasionally say, well, if you can't get the votes by executive order, you're going to do something. Things you can't do by executive order unless you're a dictator. We're a democracy. We need consensus. Got to take a quick break. Whoa. Wow. Whoa, so candidate Biden says in his own words that he has to get the votes. Sounds like such a man of the people. Because we're a democracy. And then if you circumvent Congress by executive order, you are a dictator. 
But yet Joe Biden is on track. He's over 30 executive orders, I think, right now. And he's getting ready to do more today, tomorrow, and the next day. So what does that make Joe Biden? Not a man of the people. Does that make Joe Biden a dictator? Because by very premise of an executive order, you do it because you believe it's either A, going to be difficult, or B, impossible to get the votes you need to pass what it is you want to pass. But there you have the man. Literally, while he's campaigning, saying, I've got to get the votes for what it is that I want to do because he believes in this thing called a democracy. And we're a democracy. And anybody that wants to do executive orders is a dictator. Yeah, I think the people behind him are the dictators. I think he's a puppet. I I don't think he has much left, and he's just running on fumes. Okay, well, then he's a puppet dictator. Salute the troops. All I'm saying, lead stories, Alan Duke, uh, those of you that like to watch me and fact check everything I'm saying, the fact check is that's what Joe Biden said, so I'm asking a question, lead stories. You can't ask questions. Associated Press. If Joe Biden said while he was running, if you bypass or circumvent Congress by executive order because you don't believe that you can get the votes, you're a dictator, then wouldn't a man who has initiated the most executive orders since Reagan in his first week of presidency de facto be a dictator? Wouldn't that be what wouldn't that be fair to assume? at least, or at least ask the question, you a dictator, Joe Biden? Because it sure is starting to feel like it. You know, all these executive orders are really starting to feel a bit like, oh, man, I don't know. What's the word? Tyrannical. Come on, man. Come on, man. (laughs) Give me a break, man. No, I'm not going to give you a break. You're the president of the United States now. That opens you up to public scrutiny and uh, observation. And uh, the observation would be, that uh, you said executive orders make you a dictator and you're doing executive orders. So just something to think about, people. But now let's look at some things that, well, one thing specifically. Well, actually, first, let's talk about the uh, impeachment of Trump. So Monday morning, uh, you know, they did their little stupid little walk down the hall, like in solidarity that they're going to impeach. Now, private citizen Donald Trump. Uh, and the biggest argument is, is this constitutional? Can you constitutionally, can Congress and the Senate go after a private citizen? Because that's what Donald Trump is, a private citizen. The answer is no. <laughs> Just so let me save you the time in reading it. That ain't in the Constitution. Nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> nowhere. So Senator Rand Paul, love Rand Paul, had a chance to talk to him back in December at uh, Mar-a-Lago. He put this out on Twitter. The Senate just voted on my constitutional point of order. 45 senators agreed that this sham of a trial is unconstitutional. That is more than will be needed to acquit and to eventually end this partisan impeachment process. This trial is dead on arrival in the Senate. So I guess you got to have two thirds majority. I guess is what it is. So they've already got at least 45 senators uh, that are saying, no, this is the most unconstitutional thing ever. Donald Trump is a private citizen. It's not happening. And also, if we're in such dire straits and needs as Americans, why is this your biggest priority to go after and try to impeach or not allow a private citizen to run again? Revenge. So here's another thing. Okay, you want to make it so Donald Trump can't run again, right? Mm -hmm. But is that really your right to be able to say that? 
Because if Donald Trump r- decides to run again and Donald Trump is voted for by the people to run again, who is Congress to circumvent the will of the people mm-hmm. for who they want to be their candidate within their political party? Do you see how dangerous we're going down now? Congress yeah. and the Senate we aren't forgetting what the Constitution is all about. We're not forgetting what the Constitution stands for. The I just hit my mic. These sorry mofos are forgetting their place. That's right, congressmen, congresswomen, and senators. You are forgetting your place in American society, in American government, and American existence in total. You should not have the authority as a private citizen, that is now Donald Trump, to deny the American people the opportunity to vote for him again to run as the GOP challenger to, well, Biden's probably not going to be the incumbent, right? Mm -hmm. You know, at at the end of the day. But my point is simply this. We are going down such dangerous territory that is Congress and the government. They are trying to eliminate. And why would they eliminate? It's because they're afraid that Donald Trump would win if he runs again because they know that he at least has 74 million people behind him and they know that Joe Biden is going to piss everybody off so he's probably going to have a lot more people behind him in 2024. That's the only reason that you would try to circumvent that and circumvent the will of the people to be able to vote for whoever they want to vote for. Right, because apparently all the voting machines are 100% legit. Right. The left says, so four years from now, if we do this thing again, let them go to the polls, let them go to the polls. And if America votes, you know, there's no fraud in voting machines. You said to end this last little bit of Biden, the dictator. uh, This is at the end of this video. So he's finishing signing all the deck of uh, all the all the deck of executive orders. And at the very end, he's getting up to walk away and somebody asked him a question. And I'm going to just play it, his response. He's really sarcastic and whatnot. But then I'm going to say what I want to say about it. So here we go. Last executive order. So he's signing this executive order. Let's get to it here. He's closing it. All right. He's putting the pen up. That pen uh, went back. The country's ready. And I know this administration is ready. Here we go. Thank you. Mr. President, what you talking about here from Luda Bell? You. Mr. President, what did you talk to Vladimir Putin about? You. He sends his best. If Donald Trump had said that, they would have impeached him at that very moment. Donald Trump is coordinating with Putin to take out private American citizens. Journalists. That's exactly how it would have been spun in the media. Anytime President Trump just had the normal like meeting with other nation leaders yeah anytime he spoke to putin donald trump's in bed with putin donald trump's in putin's pocket yeah that's like an evil king on game of thrones but yet joe biden can make a joke that he's talking to vladimir putin about american citizens now i realize it was a joke i get that like i get it like i understand but he gets to joke but he gets to joke yeah the news article would have read within hours donald trump Plots with Vladimir Putin to spy on or go after private American citizens. That would have been the that yep. would have been the freaking article. Yeah. And so, yeah, man, crazy times, crazy times. Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's all I got. That's all the insanity that has happened since Monday's episode. 
Uh, let's see. Yep, triple mask, triple mask, uh, the health stuff. Yep. Uh, and for everybody that's upset about my video making fun of Joe Biden not knowing how to put a pen in their pocket, uh, you know, uh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It was hilarious, and you're welcome. Yeah, get used to it. Uh, yes, last but not least, make sure to check us out at 912united.com. Make sure to get your pro-American apparel today. Your donations, as we like to call it, keeps all this stuff going because it's only a matter of time before the sponsors leave, too. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening. Give us five stars. It helps us in the rating. That's all we have for this episode. Thanks again. We'll see you again next time. See you.